The Holy Gospel this day is from Matthew chapter 18, beginning at verse 21. Peter came and said to Jesus, Lord, if another member of the church sins against me, how often should I forgive? As many as seven times? Jesus said to him, not seven times, but I tell you, 70 times seven, 77 times. For this reason, the kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who wished to settle accounts with his slaves. When he began the reckoning, one who owed him 10,000 talents was brought to him. And as he could not pay, his Lord ordered him to be sold, together with his wife and children and all his possessions, and payment to be made. So the slave fell on his knees before him, saying, Have patience with me, and I will pay you everything. And out of pity for him, the Lord of that slave released him and forgave him the debt. But that same slave, as he went out, came upon one of his fellow slaves, who owed him a hundred denarii. And seizing him by the throat, he said, Pay what you owe. Then his fellow slave fell down and pleaded with him, Have patience with me, and I will pay you. But he refused. Then he went and threw him into prison until he would pay the debt. When his fellow slaves saw what had happened, they were greatly distressed, and they went and reported to their Lord all that had taken place. Then his Lord summoned him and said to him, You wicked slave, I forgave you all that debt because you pleaded with me. Should you not have had mercy on your fellow slaves as I had mercy on you? The Gospel of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Please be seated. Grace to all of you and peace from God our Creator and from our Lord and from our Savior Jesus the Christ. Amen. Let us bow our heads in prayer. Most holy God, we praise you this day and thank you for the privilege we have of being here to meet you, literally, in the bread and wine of communion and hearing your word in the gospel proclaimed. You promised that where two or three are gathered, there you would be. And so as certainly as you were present for the disciples 2,000 years ago, you're right here, right now. You know all of our hurts and pain, all of our sorrows and struggles. And you seek to lift us up and set us free just as you sought to lift up the disciples and set them free. Help us be your people, Lord. In your holy and most gracious name, we pray. Amen. Today, as you know, we begin our program year. Our ministry fair in the Fellowship Hall will describe many of the programs and ministries we have going on at the church. Last week, we had Reconnect Sunday, which highlighted the educational ministries of the church, our children's uh, ministry programs, and all the things we do to educate ourselves. As we begin this new program year, 2017, 2018, it's important for us to remember we're also celebrating our 50th anniversary as a congregation. The 50th year in the Bible is meant to be a very special, very holy year because it is what's called the Jubilee year. It is a sabbatical of sabbaticals. Sabbatical means seven. 7 times 7, 49. The 50th year then is like a super sabbatical. And in the Bible, the Jubilee year was to be a year of celebration, a year of laughter and joy, a year of release and forgiveness of all debts. 
It was never fully practiced in history. <laughs> but that was the desire, and that's what's written in Scripture. It was to be a time of release and freedom and forgiveness of hurts. That's why today's gospel lesson about forgiveness is so coincidental to our theme of Jubilee. Because in our gospel lesson today, the disciples are concerned about how much they should forgive. And if you read between the lines or behind what they're thinking, they're hesitant to offer forgiveness. In fact, if you look at the disciples and read their actions and their thoughts in the New Testament, they are filled with lack of forgiveness, at times pettiness, at times competitiveness, at times fear. And it's almost like they're crunched down and in desperate need of that word of jubilee to be set free so they can be the people God made them to be. As I read the gospel earlier in the week to myself and thought about this theme of jubilee, I was reminded of something that happened here in our church about three years ago now. A young woman whose name is Megan Shu did a confirmation final project as a liturgical dance. So she came up here and she told the story of the gospel without speaking a word. She danced the gospel. And as I read the story of the gospel today, I thought to myself, it lends itself so very well to telling the story through a liturgical dance. Well, Megan is now in Texas, a freshman in college. And believe me, you don't want me doing a liturgical dance. <laughs> but if I was a choreographer of this dance of jubilee, it would go something like this. I would have Megan or the dancer begin the dance to music which would be light and airy and fresh and new. She would twirl. Megan's very tall, long fingers, so I could see her twirling and her hands going up to God, out to the world around her, happy smile on her face. It would make the audience, the congregation, feel happy and connected. But then, because it is about our gospel lesson today, there would be a note of dissonance that comes in with the dancing. And it would represent those things that tend to crush us and prevent us from the dance. The first of these dissonant notes would represent fear. And I would have her with a look of fear on her face. And her dancing would be slightly restricted. But it would go on. But it wasn't quite the same. And then another dissonant note. And it would represent anger. And she would have to push out with her hands like she was pushing someone away and she'd have a furrowed brow and she would stare at the congregation with anger in her heart 
The music would continue and another dissonant note would lead her to insecurity and anxiety. Her eyes would dart back and forth and her dancing would become hesitant. She was self-conscious. She was not free anymore. She was not dancing to her potential. Then another dissonant note and she begins grabbing at the air clutching at the air as if she's grabbing dollar bills floating in front of her and she had this look of greed in her eyes and she brought those dollar bills to herself and they pulled them in and pulled them in and as she pulled them in she becomes more and more constricted and the less she dances and then the final one the final dissonant note is a note that represents unforgiveness and resentment and you know that she's not able to let go or release the hurts and pains of her life. In fact, she's grabbing on to all the hurts and all the pains and all the slights that have come her way and she will not let them go. And her hands now have become contorted. They are white knuckles. And she now is on the floor. She cannot dance. She's on her knees. Her back is hunched over. Her head is down. Her clenched fists are near her chin. And she has become the disciples in today's gospel lesson. Unable to dance. She's become us too. For the music has stopped now. There's no music. And the congregation is absolutely silent. And they're looking at her crumpled on the floor, crushed by the weight of these concerns. And the musician waits just long enough for the entire congregation to identify with the dancer. It takes a while. And then there is a tone. It's a bell or a chime. One note, pure and holy. And the dancer listens for the note of freedom. And she looks up and she begins to smile. The music is soft in the background and begins to lift her up. Her shoulders straighten, her arms unfold like a flower in springtime. She stands, the music becomes lighter, more joyful, and she begins twirling again, first hesitantly and then with greater freedom. Her smile returns and she dances like a child in summertime, free, without any concerns. And she turns to the congregation and says, Jubilee! And the congregation claps and is free. That is the gospel. 
and what we are meant to be experiencing this day. Because sometimes we come into this room and we have been pushed down, even crushed by the weight of concerns that weigh upon us. Sometimes grief, sometimes worry, sometimes resentment. We sometimes hold on to our resentments and our grief and our pain. For what reason? I'm not sure. But we all do that. And this moment, this word from God is meant to be a chime, a pure tone of music that says to you and to me, look up, be free, stand and dance, live jubilee. Be Megan. Be Jubilee people. Be Easter people. Amen. Most holy and blessed God, we thank you for your holy word this day. And we, like the disciples, often clutch, we clutch on to things that crush us. Help us release them, O Lord. Help us live in Jubilee. Help us to forgive 70 times 7. Most holy and blessed God, may that tone of goodness and grace come to us in the bread and wine of communion this day. We pray. Amen.